welcome to the Betsy Boss Podcast. Welcome back. We are here tonight on May 19th, 2020. We are about 10 weeks into quarantine. We're going to spill some liberty on that. Y'all, it is Asian Heritage Month. That's right. I don't know if you know this, but it's a time when we celebrate our Asian brothers and sisters. And we just, we're going to get into that with a special spotlight on somebody that we think is a really cool Asian. But before we do that, we wanted to talk a little bit about it being week 10 on quarantine and kind of some of the products that you wouldn't expect that might likely be going out of stock at this yeah, time. Yeah, that you can't find anywhere. Yeah, because first of all, I mean, everybody knows that toilet paper is hard to find. Yes. Everybody knows Although that, I think like, that. I feel like that that fad has kind of died now. You can kind of find it now. Yeah, it's not as bad. Yes, it's not as extinct. I still find that it's like next to impossible to find Purell anywhere. Oh, well, yeah, that one's still, yeah. Clorox wipes like good luck yeah. finding those yeah. but um but I was like man I wonder what weird stuff is flying oh. off the shelves right now I mean we were just talking about how you can't find dumbbells for like weightlifting no. anywhere no you're trying to do that whole quarantine workout thing and I'll say so my sister the very beginning of this I went home 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 (laughs) to my parents to get um some stuff and then kind of quarantine myself in my apartment after that but my sister lives in the city as well and when I was back there she had texted me asking if I could bring back some of my parents weights (laughs) because she's like no they definitely have duplicates of you know whatever weights and my mom saw me going out in the morning with these and she's like what are you doing? Why are you taking these? And she's like, I'm never going to get them back. More so was why she didn't want me to take them. Right. So I didn't end up taking them, texted my sister that, and she's like, Ugh, all right, fine. I'll, I'll figure it out and find some. She could not find them anywhere no. online. I tried everywhere. I tried because I want 10 pound weights, right? Like I just. Which is, I'm sure, the most popular. Like it's size eight shoe or whatever. Exactly. Like women, I think, probably consistently like lift about 10 pounds, you know, for dumbbells. Yeah. So I was looking for that amount of weight because I have fives. I have threes, you know, and I just I want those tens. Yeah. They were nowhere. I went on Walmart, went on Amazon, went on target i mean there is nothing i went to actual target just to like sort of see what was there i had to do some (laughs) yeah some other shopping there too so i figured while i was there i'd check out the little workout aisle the workout aisle y'all is decimated (laughs) it looks like a bomb hit the workout area so funny yeah so but i i was thinking i'm like i bet some other weird stuff is going out there's gotta be some weird things because like people are getting pretty lonely right about now i was thinking maybe (laughs) vibrators oh i'm sure that's the you should buy i almost wish we knew like toilet paper stock like all these other products i wish we knew beforehand because i bet you that stock is going up Oh, big time. Adam and Eve or whatever it is. Yeah. Is that what they're called? The um, store for the online toys? Yeah. I think that's the the main one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's got to be. I'm sure that people are just chomping at the bit to get their fix because a lot of people aren't able to see their significant other. I mean, nobody should be able to see their significant (laughs) other, but I guess a lot of people are shacking up for quarantine and, you know. or, Or anybody that was 
on the good old apps, on the good old on sites. On the sites. <laughs> on yes. the sites. Guys, can you write in and tell us what it's like on those sites right now? Because I can't imagine. I wonder. That, that's what I really wonder. Are people still out there trying to find somebody in Yeah. This? Do you think people are having, like, video chat dates? I w- that's a great – wow. I really wonder. Yeah, because it's like, what's the point at this point? But – I don't know. That's a really good thought. I wonder if this is an easier or a harder time to maintain someone's attention. Yeah. Because on the one hand, the conversations are so stunted. Oh there's nothing to talk yeah, what about. What do you talk about? Yeah. What do we even talk about? There's nothing to bring up except no. this fucking quarantine, except the disease. Nope. And then on the other hand, though, I mean, you're just going to land yourself. If you say, hey, this person's kind of boring me, you're only going to land yourself in a similar conversation with somebody else. Well, and the thing is, too, you have no excuse not to answer. That's so true. you know they're stuck at home just like you are. So you can't even be like, oh, sorry, you know, whatever came up. Like, no, it didn't. Yeah, there's nothing (laughs) to do. I mean, we just found ourselves in a video chat that we both didn't want to go to. And, you know... We had no excuse. Yeah, Yeah. we had zero excuse. I just embraced the hatred. Yeah. (laughs) Embraced the situation and just, you know. Hope for the best. Get it over with. Yeah. Ugh, it went okay. But And that's the thing, too, is Zoom business is booming. Oh, Zooming is booming. Zooming is booming. Come on and Zoom. Do you remember that? Come on and Zoom. Come on and Zoom. Come on and Zoom. 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 I'm Keiko. (laughs) Yikes. Ironic that she is the Asian member. Oh, that's true. I'm Kyle. And I'm, it was like, and I'm Janice or I'm Larissa. I'm Janice. Yeah. Yeah. We're all set in one world now. Let's tell. What we want to hear from you. Come Come on, give give it it a try. try. So if if you like what you see, turn off the TV and do it. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> I think oh, I can remember one, three, four. Such a zoom. zoom. It was Boston Mass, right? Yes. Yeah. My brother and I actually used to make fun of that show all the time because any of the cooking section, like, um, what do I want to call? Not sections. What do I want to call it? Segments. Yeah. Any of the cooking segments, it'd be like, so and so wrote to us from. Malvern, Pennsylvania. Classic. And they're sending in their recipe for disgusting tuna and whatever. Disgusting and- <laughs> tuna. But it was so funny because they'd make it and then they'd go to eat it. And you could tell it was like, ooh, not good. But they'd always be like, mmm, this is really good. <laughs> so my brother I enjoyed and I this. always joke about that. We're always like, mmm, this is really good. It's like, <laughs> terrible. It's like you hate your life, but you're getting paid to say that. And I just remember, here's another weird, weird fact that I, in later life, I was like, that sucks. Remember Zoe? <laughs> yes. She was allergic to latex. She couldn't do one of the that balloons. segments because she you was allergic. You know that later in life, yes. that bitter in the ass or bitter exactly. somewhere else. When she exactly. Got in the front or the back. Yeah. Yes. Either way. Isn't that? Oh, my God. I just Zoe. remember that later on. And I was like. So humiliated. They were like, Zoe can't participate because she's allergic to latex. Oh, yuck. Later Meanwhile. on, it was like, oh. Mm. There's other things Zoe mm. can't participate in either. Wow. Sucks for Zoe. I can't believe. Dude. It's I actually. so funny. That reminds me. I did fall asleep during a Zoom call the <gasps> other day. And like, not that it mattered. Are you it was serious? Just, well, yeah, Are I was just like serious? listening in. Oh my god! And I like decided to. This is the problem with working from home. Oh, no offense. 
like to whatever <laughs> no I don't know offense. to Corona. Um, oh my god! But no, I was. It was a beautiful oh day. Took my laptop outside. I was like, I'll just listen to this. It was just oh. a um, audio. It was basically just a CLE. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was, but it was this little like tutorial thing. I passed the fuck out. It was an oh. hour and a half long. Ew. Passed out in the sun. I don't know what happened next. I woke <sighs> up and didn't know what year it was. Uh, well, I I saw again on my Instagram account these poor <laughs> people. There was this one girl that it, I think it was a Zoom class, and oh. she took like her laptop like this. And I mean, thank God. Like I'm thankful that I was working from home before because I have my whole little setup. So my thing, like, I'm either on audio if I'm on my phone, and if I'm not on audio, like, on my video is stuck there. So I yeah. can't pick it up and move with it. She brought her laptop to the bathroom. To the bathroom. Oh, and did you see that? She was yes. on the toilet and then, like, flipped it to the side. I was just like, oh, God. So oh. stupid. I, I literally had nightmares after that, though. Oh, I was like, me too. Is there some way that could happen to me? Yeah, that made me so upset. Oh, my God. And I'm not one to – I mean, I'll take calls into the bathroom and just right, like, mute right. it, whatever. That's what, yeah, on my but phone. But like, that is a learning experience right oh, there. Oh, my God. God. It gives me the There was also hives. one funny – it was probably because a lot of teachers are having to do, you know, like classes or whatever – over zoom and there was one kid that i wish i remember exactly what it said it was like not record or no connection or something he put in his name as like no connection yes and he spelled it without one of the ends because he was like in elementary school (laughs) (laughs) and the teacher was like i still give him props because like that was smart yeah apparently there was another thing that i saw where um, it was a message from a teacher. It was posted somewhere on social media. And the message said, like, hey, you know, Brian, um, I've noticed that every week for your homework, oh, you've God. been uploading the same visual of, like, a loading um, icon. So it would just say loading <laughs> and, like, the, a oh, little icon that looked like the spinning wheel of death. And he never actually uploaded any of his homework oh my for god. every assignment he would just upload this loading thing oh my and, god oh my god the teacher was very impressed too like similar to well, the one in your story that's like i I've, I've seen this too where i've almost been tempted to pull this one oh, where you yeah. pretend to freeze like yes. if you have nothing in your background that's going to move on you you know at a normal speed you can right. just like uh uh uh, uh. Like so true. Well, and people keep messing around with all these different backgrounds in Zoom. Like, didn't oh your people do that? Oh yes, it, it was part of that lovely come as, come as you are. Right. <laughs> I should have put Zoom as my back. I didn't go. Will not go. But I should have put <laughs> Zoom as my background. Come well, on and Zoom. Here's my bright idea. You could make yourself frozen your background. So I've seen one too. I don't know if this is on Zoom because I've never played around with the backgrounds, but. Um, I've seen the ones where it's, um, just like a, a flat image or whatever, but I think there's ones too, or an option where you can make it, uh, moving. Oh image. yeah, totally. I was actually on a call with a guy today that literally looked like he was on a newscast in like New York. You know how they love to have like the TV screen in the background where yeah. it's the buildings and all that. And like the birds were moving and like all this stuff. And, oh like, my this God. Scene. But I've seen one where actually somebody recorded themselves 
walking up and like tapping themselves on the shoulder or whatever oh giving them a coffee or something Something, yeah we're there in the chair and then it's like oh there's yourself in the background like hey oh my god it's crazy the stuff people come up with and like oh i saw one thing too where um you know it was a zoom class and the teacher i guess was in the middle or was off to the side or something and one of the students said, hey, I I can I borrow it. a pencil? Have you seen this already? No, but I it's, I, I, think there's a similar one. It's I, variations on a theme. But a kid on the top right, it was in that Brady Bunch view where you can see everybody at once. <laughs> That's such a great way to describe oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the kid at the top, you know, they sort of dropped the pencil and, quote, unquote, passed it. <gasps> Oh from my frame God, to frame. that's so smart. It was really cute until it got to the kid oh, that's who so cool. asked for the pencil. It was kind of silly. But, um, oh, did I tell you the saga of oh, what's no. gone on with my company and what they want me to do? Oh, no. Technology related oh, no. and quarantine related. Oh, no. I'm so, Keiko. Uh, I'm Pablo. <laughs> um, so basically, this one team, I think I told oh, you about God. this. We are split up into teams. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the pictures. So we were asked to like submit these pictures of us saying how much we missed the company. We didn't know what it was for. (laughs) Come to find out, the team leader flips back, puts together all the pictures, and into like this video montage, right? With like sentimental music (laughs) and everybody working from home and like quote unquote missing each other. Okay, fine. So our team gets – and granted, I am the youngest person at my company mm-hmm. by about 30 years, okay? Yeah. So uh, people turn to me for all things technology. It's just a known oh, fact yeah. that, like, Google, if girl, there's a question – <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then they'll get angry at you and not want to hear your explanation, yeah. but whatever. Okay, boomer. Um, yep. But in any event, so – my team was really jealous of this guy's team because he came up with this novel thing oh, and everybody God. found it really cute because old people are so impressed by technology. Oh. They're like, how did he do that? Oh, That's so incredible. God. Like, oh, oh, it's so sweet and thoughtful that he like put the music in the background. I'm like, bitch, I've been making oh, those videos God. since the day I was born. Yeah. Um, they instantly, they're, they look at me and oh. they're like, you're the youngest person yeah. on the team. You know how he did You that. can do it. You'll make one of these for our team. So now I have to gather <laughs> no. videos from all these different people oh to try my and God. make a fucking thing. And the worst part <laughs> is, so the pressure was already on. Oh, my God. But another one of the teams just turned around a video today. Oh, God. Like so, a similar oh, video so to what's, compete. So is, is it like a like a pressurized timeline? It's not like Dubai. It's like. Well, it's definitely within the quarantine. Because right. But like it ramps up the same time everyone like someone submits a new someone one. someone responds. Exactly. Oh, and the pressure is going to be on. I mean, the last person to submit, the last group is going to be like feet to the fire yeah and luckily i mean we have a couple more to go like there's maybe five teams or something like that but But the fact that they submitted today i was like god damn it put on your sorry and say you're sorry and say you're sorry exactly so i almost want you to like (laughs) ask everyone to say like a certain like a sentence or something and then parse it together where you make them sing like Yo, I tell you what I want, what I really, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that would just be like, so funny. Well, like, <laughs> so what I told them, I tried to explain to them the concept yeah, of what TikTok, are you gonna... oh, and, God. which is hard for old people, but yeah. a couple of them have it and they like think it's just the funniest, right. most amazing thing. And I'm like, 
okay, if you're enchanted by this, then I'm happy to, like, make your dreams come true. Oh, my God. That could be so, so funny, too. Right? Like, it's hysterical. Yeah. So I think what our concept is going to be is a passing thing, and we're going to pass oh, objects. cool. Right. That are, like, relevant during quarantine. Or, yeah. like, a cat will, like, walk off screen and turn into a dog yeah. the next friend. Like, cute That's shit. That's, like, have you ever seen those in um, yearbooks, too, where there will be, like, two teachers next to each other, and they'll, and they'll like, point at be each looking other. at each other, or, like, I you'll love see one that. of their hands in the other. Yeah. Like, yeah oh i love it so i hope that it turns out well it's like one of these quote-unquote for fun projects that's turning oh, into yeah, like a course. super pressure yeah. cooker situation but Ugh, I, don't know. I hate it i just hope everybody gets their shit together and submits yeah. to me and then we can have you know there's the other guy's team you that's know there's goal. gonna be someone though with like really bad technology where they're gonna be all grainy and pixelated and it's gonna I be know. like and like, I told these people, I was like, I will get on a video chat with you and I will instruct you on what right. the fuck to do. Because yeah. I don't want you to look like a goddamn lunatic. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, you don't want to be Jennifer peeing on the toilet and I put that in by accident. Know. Poor girl. Ugh. So sad. I think yeah. that I saw that and that just gave me nightmares. Mortifying. Like, I just, I don't know. I was so scared after that that somehow I could do that. Oh, me too. I mean, that is Ugh. part of why I don't mind having a work phone and a personal phone. Yeah. Is like, at least I know when st- when I'm picking up on the work phone I am professional me and yeah. not, you know, happy-go-lucky, fun time rolling the person over here. Yeah, pooping person. Yeah, pooping with the homies. Yeah, my God. Those people can't know that side oh of me. Oh, my Come God. On. I could never. I could never. Ugh, I don't know how we're going to go back to the office, by the way, and poop. <sighs> Oh, don't even get me started with that. I After got a, this I got luxurious on, life. On a cycle of where it would hit you in the morning. And it's just like, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> you know, I got to make it through the day in an hour drive home. I know. Because you well, can never find a secret bathroom. There's no single bathrooms and there's always someone in there. Well, yeah, we have a secret bathroom and it's, oh, um, I mean, it's great. But then, God forbid, you're in there and somebody else comes to the door mm. and then, they smell you when you come oh, out. Oh, yeah, they know it was you. And well, you're like, that's the worst that could too. Be anyone. Even if it wasn't you. Yeah, then they think it's you and you're yeah. like, great. Now yeah. I'm the stink bomb over here. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's torture. I hate it. This this is a very weird <laughs> hatred of mine too. I hate the automatic toilet flushers. Yes. Because sometimes. You're not done. I'm not done. And also, if like I stand up, it's going to take me a little bit to get myself back together. And then if I'm coming out of the <laughs> to stall. To get my vagina together. Be, I mean, we got to flip those flaps up somehow. I know. Like, and then if you come out of the stall, like some bad timing, it happens. Someone comes <laughs> into the bathroom. It's already flushed and over, done and over with. They come in and you're coming out of the stall and there's no noise. It's like... I know. Then you just like a weirdo. Oh, it's awful. Well, the worst is when you're pooping and you like, (sighs) you just never know when somebody's gonna walk in. Yeah. So it's like the speed. And you can't flush twice. You can't flush twice. Although, oh my gosh. Oh no, that's I'd rather flush twice. Yeah, I'm I'm a double double flusher. But my favorite work time pooping technique is to flush (laughs) when the poop hits the wall. Yes. That is my jam. Okay, here's 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 another insider tip. Yes. If you got a packed bathroom or even a semi-packed bathroom, wait till another toilet flushes. 
Love it. Let it go. Yep. Drop then, those bombs. Yes. Like you're in the Middle East. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just now. Hiroshima, here we come. Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> Nagasaki. I know. They'll oh. wish they were at Hiroshima oh after they smell God. what's going on yeah, in stall number two. blew more than that house away. Right. <laughs> you know what house picture I'm talking about where it's just like right. <laughs> turns into a bunch of like sticks. Yeah, just oh, like my literal... god, vaporizes. The oh thing. my god, I I will. I'm talking about it like it's over. I was gonna say I won't miss that. AKA, I know I we're that. gonna have to go back. Oh, because if your body gets on, like I said, that cycle where you're just like, oh shit, literally, I yeah. gotta sit here with this uncomfortable. Brings me back to the oh, this was awful. Brings me back to the, um, the uniform days where oh. you would have underwear, tights, shorts, mm-hmm. kilt, all pressing so many on layers, there. yeah, and all on yes, your bladder, right there. If you if you got anything in there, you're not it's feeling well. Out. You're yeah. not feeling well. Well, yeah. oh, not to mention, I mean, so I've gotten on this incredible pooping schedule during the quarantine where I pop like. I have my tube scoops of Metamucil every morning. Oh, Grandpa Big loves his fucking, Metamucil. Yeah, it's so good. Um, aka, it tastes like ass, but it has incredible mm. consequences. Yeah. So I dump that shit in a giant Nalgene, suck the Nalgene down because I have a gigantic thirst in the morning, usually from eating salty ass, <laughs> like an excess Sodium. of food. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I shit like an hour later in the morning every day. Which you drink coffee? Yes. Does that actually? I I wish I could drink coffee because I've heard that that too just like oh you you're firing off missiles it's great I always wonder about this as a non coffee drinker people drink coffee in the morning I've heard it makes it like it helps it really does I mean I I, but I always once a week but I always wonder too like if we know it's such a I forget what it's called it's got a it's got a word it's got a name to it yeah it's not diuretic because that's pee (sighs) yeah it's we know it's such a stimulant no no it's got but anyway Mm. like i always wonder like how are these people holding this in all day i know well usually the coffee wouldn't be enough to do it for me but my two scoops of metamucil are oh it is just wonderful yeah i I, i've been on a morning schedule and i'm not complaining about it yeah i'm not trying the schedule schedule i was on at work too which has been was bad there it's great here oh i know i get off my little 8 30 call at nine o'clock and <laughs> i'm away yeah drop off the kids at the pool you yeah know? I, I am away yeah it's over yes. <laughs> away. i have a five minute meeting every day oh my god from 9 55 to 10 it's just so funny because i do think sometimes it's like as soon as the call is over I'm like okay bye yep bye and then it's like away like I put myself is away otherwise you're like prairie dogging <sighs> on your way there yeah oof terrible I just think it's so funny because that, like, I hate it. I got literally. It's so real. Everybody hates pooping at the office. I hate Anybody it. who fucking denies that they hate pooping at the office, put this in. I hope that these fuckers. Oh, my God. And if you don't have a secret bathroom, I had one in high school, and that was about it. Yeah, you and need that secret bathroom. Yeah, your single stall where, again, it was risky, but at least you didn't have to worry about other people coming in. Right. Oh, God. Jesus yeah. Christ. You need that secret bathroom. It's a nightmare. And honestly like the equivalent of the secret bathroom now is my own fucking bathroom and it's yeah. wonderful secret garden literally. yeah oh right don't give oh. me the typhoid or whatever they got do you remember that like the original weird yeah, one from like the up. 80s they or whatever everything. yeah and it then was they, bad 
Yeah. And it was like her and her little cousin that w- had some, was it typhoid that he or was in the wheelchair or something like that? Yeah. It was something. God. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there is nothing more awkward than taking shits in public places, including the workplace, especially you just don't want your boss or somebody higher up than you to walk in there and see what you were doing, smell what or you were doing. Or you're gone for too long. Like, oh, where were you? And they're like, what's they going on? And Everyone they think knows. you're like, ugh. I didn't, I didn't have what? to take a phone call. I had to take a shit. Right? <laughs> but, man, I mean, nothing more awkward than that. But um, since we're talking about awkward stuff, figured we could talk about Auk Wafina. Nice who, transition. Yeah, she is an Asian American. My notes are not. <laughs> so, yeah, since it's Asian Heritage Month, we decided we would talk about one of my personal favorite members of the Asian community, who is Aquafina. She made history at the Golden Globes in January. She won for her amazing performance. I actually saw this movie. It was did terrific. You? Yeah, I, yeah, I saw the description and I, I'm awful with movies anyway, but I was wondering, yeah, if you it's had seen it. It's so good. It's so understated. It's It just feels very real. Um, and I just feel like true. those are those are the actual, a lot of the times, the artists that actually win are these sneaky um, like well just these things like these um what do i want to say <laughs> films or whatever that aren't always you know the most popular well-known like jaws or whatever back in the day i don't know why that's my example <laughs> but um like it's got incredible actors and actresses and just like you see it and it's like that makes sense why that one yes and that's exactly how this was i mean Aquafina, she was just like this rapper, comedian, you know, she was not big into doing these um, kind of drama pieces, um, but she just completely slayed it and in the most understated way possible. I mean, so cool. Yeah, really awesome. Um, and it, this was a huge deal because she was the first Asian woman to win Best Actress in a Motion Picture for musical or comedy. Um, and until 2018, no Asian woman had ever even been nominated in that category, which is insane. Yeah, it is really crazy to think. But you know what it made me think about? Um, when we were doing our episode on the Campfire Girls. Yes. And this whole kind of playing Native American. Oh, my God. Um, that's so true. There were a lot of actors and actresses back in the day that would like it's almost like when it used to be men could only be actors. Like, they would play the women's parts yeah. back, like, way back in the day. Then it got to a point where it was only white people can play all the parts. And they would mm-hmm. make people kind of be like, oh, he's a Native American. Oh, she's an Asian woman. Um, right. And so it just, it's crazy, but it is kind of like, finally, it's starting to catch up a little bit that, like, hey, no, let's get actual people that actually live this culture I don't know, to represent these people and star in these films. Yeah. I mean, when you look back and when you see some of these films, especially from like, I don't know, the 60s, 70s, whatever, yeah. and you see some of the depictions of foreign folks by white people, it's super offensive. It's bad. It's such a bad appropriation. It's so stupid because, oh. hi, you have plenty of people right here who could play those parts and who would love to play those parts. Yeah. And, you know, you're depriving this whole culture of representation in the media that now, I mean, it's starting to, like you said, catch up. Um, luckily, Asian people had an awesome year in 2018 when Constance Wu it looks like yeah looking into this I was like wow I'm 
terrible. I never keep up with like any of these kind of award shows or whatever. But looking into it, I was like, wow, this is really interesting. So you just kind of gave an overview. Okay, I want to give her early life because I have a fun fact that is weird and stupid. I'm going to love it. No, it's really dumb because we're not going to talk about a certain location she grew up. Uh, Yes. But... So she was born Nora Loom. I'm assuming that's how you pronounced her. Or Lum. Yeah, Lum. One yeah. of the two. Um, she was born on June 2nd. I have another person I know born on that day. My sister. Oh, right. <laughs> another Gemini for Gemini. you. Gemini. Woo! My birthday's coming mm-hmm. up. Y'all, what you gonna get me? Just kidding. A fart. A fart. <laughs> <laughs> a fart in your face. So she was born June 2nd, 1988. In Stony Brook, New York, which, here's my fun fact, Ooh. Babysitter's Club was based there. Nice! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Um, so her father was Chinese, his name was Wally, and her mother was named Tia, she was Korean. Uh, she- Tia from Korea. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> South Korea, specifically. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> a better career oh god no offense no that that whole split is scary too big not, time not to sidebar that one but right they had actually a reunion north um, and south korea they they had a not sponsored what i want to say sanctioned um reunion in north korea for families that were split up from the split in korea and they could only their family members could reunite and it was in north korea and they could only be there for a certain amount of time and they had to go back and it was people that had not seen their siblings or their parents or whatever for when decades. did it happen not that long ago within like five to seven years ago oh my five god years ago, and then they yeah. had to leave and go back and mm-hmm. they couldn't take the people with them nope. obviously nope that was part of the agreement if you want to see them it has to be they it was like a banquet type of deal too wow like, of course north korea because we know they're coming out for us. I should be scared. but like, They are coming out for us. Well, I just, Especially I'm like, after, I just um, get nervous talking about North Korea. But I not know, that our podcast after, is anything that big. Right. But, yeah, it was a... Uh, um, Watch it blow up this week <laughs> after oh, our farts. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, seriously. Um, anyway, though. Her mother died when she was four years old from pulmonary hypertension. Um, and at that point, she was lucky enough that she had kind of still a close-knit family Close enough, like, Thank in the God. area and everything. So um, a couple of articles I read said she was raised pretty much by her father, but also really by her paternal grandparents, um, especially her grandmother. Yeah, and that's the whole plot of, which doesn't give anything away. Yeah, that makes, that actually makes total sense based yeah. on what I read. I know yeah, what you're going to yeah. say. <laughs> right. It's the it's the plot of the movie that she won the Golden Globe for. Right. Um forgetting the name of it farewell the farewell um yes so the the whole plot of that movie is about the relationship between the young girl you know in early adulthood and her old grandma right and it sounds like her real life mirrored this very closely because she you know was dealing with these themes of loss and um kind of the family you create for yourself yeah. at an early age. Relationships with those extended family and not your traditional family kind of. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, she really had an inside 
inside view into that and so i think that's why she was I didn't especially... even make that connection but that, yeah. that makes total sense that like she could probably draw on a lot of things oh totally yeah um yeah it sounds like she was quite the little musician throughout high school she like played yeah. the trumpet and like she began rapping at age 13 crazy um she was trained in classical music and jazz and then she finally adopted at age 16 her infamous name aquafina which i couldn't find why she chose that did you find anything i basically heard that she was looking at um just kind of brand names that she found funny she wanted to go by like (laughs) aquafina the water company yeah yeah um she thought about ultra uh, also neutrogena i think Um, that would have been so oh my god this i love this i love these play on word type of things that's funny but yeah but basically the reason she went with the silly spelling the awkward I love, spelling, I love that, which too. I do, too, yeah. um, is because she didn't want to get sued by Pepsi. True. If, oh, God, you know, yeah. Actually, I think that. they're Coca-Cola. But, right. Oh, yeah. gosh. So she started going by this alter ego, which is really cool. I mean, she, I think, was a pretty quiet creative. kid. Yeah, she was kind of, I think, in her life, she was sort of this like more stereotypical kind of Asian kid that she would later poke fun at. But being Aquafina enabled her to step out of that and become this kind of rap superpower. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, she could say and do whatever she wanted, which leads to her big hit song, My Vag. <laughs> it's in 2012. Right? I was like, how did I not? We were old enough. Like, I should have known about this. How did I not know about this? Right. And it was, it's so funny, too. I don't know. I just love witty people like this. It was an original song that she wrote um when she was in college and it was a response to mickey avalon's my dick my dick which i just think is so fun i don't know i just i love witty stuff like that so i think that's cool yeah and it's so funny i mean i just loved how she sort of took this like masculine energy that you know was mickey avalon i mean he is just so um kind of this like manly dude who's talking about his dick and she just yeah she took it and ran with it and turned it into my vag and some of my favorite lines from the song i didn't even look at the lyrics (laughs) i want to hear this the opening word the opening literal opening right the opening um my vag like an operatic ballad yo vag like grandpa's cabbage and my vag effortless yo vag post as on craigslist my vag squirt aloe vera yo vag look like tony Danza. <laughs> so like it just goes oh, on and on yes who is the boss aquafina the betsy oh, boss my God. but sh- it's just so witty and it's talks about how vaginas are 50 times better than penises it's so um i don't know tongue-in-cheek and kind of witty it's a it's typical smart. rap battle i don't know i just yeah yeah it's smart and so when i was you know looking into this for this episode it reminded me a lot do you remember when not that this is i don't know i just feel weird saying like oh we've lived through some you know revolution or whatever but um when Nicki minaj came out and it was like women rapping like yeah what is this and i just feel like this is kind of another level of that like another element of that that i don't know it's just very groundbreaking and just so different yeah and to have you know this little asian girl you know who looks so demure and wears little glasses and whatever 
be saying these filthy, crazy <laughs> things. Um, it just really casts light on A, the stereotypes that are there, yeah. and B, forces people to question, like, hey, wait a minute. You know, are these stereotypes really true? Because it's here so is the smart. walking contradiction. Yeah. It's so. just, I don't know. Somebody that can do that and do it well is just a smart individual. Oh, big time. Yeah. But yeah, after my vag, she uh, came out with a bunch of other songs, including yeah. Green Tea, which is basically this big, like, song making fun of Asian stereotypes. Margaret Cho, who's another um, I, Asian comedian. I was thinking involved. about that. I was like, we got to add her to the list. She's a good one. Yeah, she is a hoot and a yeah. holler. Um, yeah. And there was Yellow Ranger. She made and this And who album. can forget Queef. Queef, the, the well-known, <laughs> beautiful. Yes. But yeah, I just think she's so, I don't know. She's a powerful girl. Yeah. yeah she's so um, brave to just like come out this way. And I think she was the best part of Crazy Rich Asians, hands down. Yeah. And, and, and it pays off too. Like that's the cool thing to see that like, I don't know, she's getting recognized and her, her intelligence in this, like breaking into this field is getting recognized. And I think that's cool. Yeah, it really is. And she's just breaking down these barriers. I mean, she was the second East Asian American female, add another statistic on that list, <laughs> literally, East Asian American female. Oh, I see this, yes. <laughs> to host SNL. This in stat I loved, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, that kind of makes me, I don't know if we'll put this in or not, but the yeah. thing that kind of makes me sad but happy that, like, she's breaking into this field and kind of putting more faces out there like herself, but. Lucy Liu was the first to host SNL um, in that whole category there, the East Asian female celebrity. And to me, Lucy Liu is one of the ones, if I'm looking back in like the Asian female celebrities that I know, she's probably one of the top ones that I think of. Yeah. And that's great, but I just feel like there needs to be more. who else is there? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And if I was like, I don't know, if somebody held me at gunpoint and was like, (laughs) name five female asian actresses right i would i wouldn't be able to do it i don't think probably not no you know i think i could get like four i'd have lucy Liu, margaret cho aquafina (laughs) you know i mean constance Wu. you know well this is male actually but you know what i was looking when i was looking up no no but um i can't i don't even know his his actual name but bb wong classic phase fave svu Law and order. order. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think I think it's incredible that she's breaking out there and finally it's kind of crazy that it took that long, but so we talked a little bit about her um winning the Golden Globe and I thought it was really cool um how she kind of dedicated it. So she dedicated it to her dad, Wally. Um <laughs> I love this. She said to my dad, Wally, I told you I'd get a job, Dad. And to my grandma, my best friend, the woman who raised me, and to my mother, Tia, who I always hoped was watching from somewhere above, and I hope that she's watching now. Oh, It's so sweet. And the part that I love, too, is that she went back to her seat, um, and I read a couple things. I don't know if it happened then or, like, people were going to the after party or whatever, um, but she FaceTimed her grandma after the fact. Oh, I love that. To be like, look, 
you know, obviously her grandma couldn't be there, but she wanted to share that moment, which I thought was cool. So. Oh, that reminds me of you and your grandma. Oh, my God. It really does. <laughs> oh, my God. A grandma's such a special person yeah. in someone's life. Yeah. Uh, it's really cute. Yeah, but she's got some new stuff coming up, too. Um, and she's also been involved in this organization called Time's Up. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which is extremely relevant now. Um, it is a movement started by Hollywood celebrities uh, against sexual assault. And she has advocated for the need for more female directors. And like we kind of said there before, against the stereotyping of Asians in the media. Love it. Yeah. So she's lending her name and her accomplishments to a lot more, which is really cool, too. Yeah. Um, and then in July 2019, she revealed that she had been cast in Marvel Studios shang chi and the legend of the ten rings nice um and this is set to be released in february 2021 hopefully it's still on track yeah i I hope so oh my god it's far enough out but i feel like stuff has been really delayed so we'll see yeah um but it's great to see that she's you know still going on and landing those big roles yeah kicking it well she just comes off i have to say i mean i listened to a bunch of interviews of her um and I sort of expected, because a lot of the time, these celebrities just fall flat um, when you actually hear them put on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, they can kind yeah, of get amped hard... up for a role yeah. or for a performance. But, you know, when they're really sitting there and having to answer these questions and um, speak for themselves, whatever, they just sort of don't leave the best impression. I have to say she was so eloquent, yeah. so well-spoken, so smart um sensitive and just really talked about um with regard to her kind of playing in the more serious role during the farewell um you know as somebody who's been used to doing comedy forever um she basically said you know it's a coping mechanism that i've used for my whole life it's you hear that all the time yeah which is crazy yeah um because i mean no matter how many times you hear it you're still you see a person a certain way yeah and like as that funny person you think you're good at that how do you do something different how do you transition and how could you be anything other than this funny comical person but she basically said you know it's I'm sort of unveiling the Nora side of myself that I sort of pushed down to become Aquafina. Yeah. She's like getting back to those roots and to her truth, you know, that she experienced and those feelings and being vulnerable. She obviously had paid off in spades because she's getting all these awards and recognition. Um, But it's really cool to see how, you know, something so scary, like opening yourself up and, being vulnerable, feeling those feelings and, you know, that pain in a lot of instances can really be the exact thing that leads you to greatness. And that's totally yeah. what it did for her. Yeah. It's got to be great to see that pay off too, because being vulnerable is one of the scariest things ever. Oh, it's horrible. Like you said, this was much closer, hit much closer to home for her. So I'm sure she identified a lot with this character. And so being vulnerable and then it paying off like crazy has to be really rewarding. Totally. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Betsy Boss Podcast. If you'd like to find us online, our Instagram and Facebook are at Betsy Boss Podcast. Our Twitter is at Betsy Boss Pod. 
Our website is BetsyBossPodcast.com. And if you'd like to email us, we are at BetsyBossPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.